Welcome to Whoology, a real-world theology podcast that breaks down episodes of Doctor Who, hosted by myself, The Fizz, and my lovely Whovian wife, Laura. And, surprise, we have another guest. Our second guest this season, Mandy Rosenberry. Hello! Hello. Um, the, some of you may recognize her from such podcasts as Episode 000. <laughs> from uh, the Real World Theology podcast where we talked about Doctor Who. So, much like Mark, fellow Whovian, very excited about Doctor Who, yes. very knowledgeable about Doctor Who, and the kind of person that we all aspire to be, the kind of person that <laughs> makes her children watch Doctor Who things and then has the has the good sense in those children for them to like it. That's right. <laughs> That's right. It's all genetic. So, but this is episode six, and on this episode, we're talking about uh, season eight, episode six, The Caretaker. This is an episode I know that Laura and I were extremely excited, uh, based on the preview, to mm-hmm. see. Uh, we, you know, finally getting that Danny doctor interaction that mm-hmm. we kind of been hinted at for basically, well, the whole season now. Mm-hmm. So, the big question is. What did we think now that we've seen it? And wah, wah. Oh, you're, you're going out of you're going out of turn. Oh, sorry. <laughs> so what we you know, what we're, it was like a gut reaction. Uh, I, I couldn't stop it. Maybe it wasn't you. Maybe it was just like this third party sound that yeah. happens anytime you mention it. <laughs> so um, we we always start with our guest. So Mandy, not only what did you what were your general thoughts on this episode, uh, but since this is your first time on for this season. Kind of tell us what your thoughts of, of season eight so far. Kind of like what what you've liked that you've seen, where you think where you think it might be going. If there's anything, you know, just just general yeah. thoughts. All right. Um. Oh, I, I'm enjoying this new season. I really like the new Doctor. I'm a fan of the independently cross eyebrows. Um, <laughs> but who well, isn't really? <laughs> they're fantastic. Um. I think I'm still trying to catch up. I need to keep rewatching the episodes to catch all of the little lines of every mm-hmm. little detail. That gets yeah. a little tiresome sometimes, but in all, I'm enjoying it. This episode was okay. Um, I think maybe Laura and I are going to have the same thoughts. I was really <laughs> looking forward to more of Pink, and uh, I don't know. I was a little frustrated by it. Yeah. Well, so why? I mean, like, like so we've already established that we were all very excited, and mm-hmm. at least, though I'll not wear my heart on my sleeve, <laughs> we have at least two of the three people here not very impressed getting exactly what we wanted, we thought. I actually was hoping that you would be... Um that you would have really liked it, Mandy, so you could convince me to like it. <laughs> to like it. I, yeah. I, re- I really, really did want to. You know, I don't... Mm-hmm. To be honest, I'm growing a little weary of how cross those independently crossed eyebrows are. <laughs> um, and if he says, shut up one more time. Yeah. Ah. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm ready for him to settle into this body and this person and... Mm-hmm. I already really like Danny Pink, and I want him to be on board with it, and I just want to see this part of the storyline go. Yeah. I, don't, I don't need any more little tiny things outlying bits of story that could come in later. Right. Lord knows that's what Moffat's going to do. But, I, you know, I just want to see Danny and Clara and what what's going to be. Mm-hmm. That's a great, that's a great um, place to start with it. And I think... 
maybe I wasn't able to articulate that part of my frustration, but you're right. Like I, I was just so geared up and ready to go with the Danny and the doctor thing. And I know that everything wasn't going to be perfect and there was, right. uh, there was going to be tension, but it felt like a lot of, a lot of nothing happened. Yes. And at the end of the episode, we still had gone nowhere. Mm-hmm. So I'll say this. When I was expecting these two to butt heads, Mm -hmm. I knew there was going to obviously be conflict and we were going to have arguments and we were going to have disagreements Mm -hmm. about who people are, Mm -hmm. what their potential is. Well, they telegraphed the soldier thing for like weeks. I mean, and that was honestly one of my, but the favorite things that I was looking for. But I think that almost every conversation or every argument that happened was the wrong argument to have in this episode. Yep. I was like, whoa, whoa, why are we fighting about this? Like, right now? Yeah. Like, that, like uh, there, there's this scene, uh, you know, when, when uh, Cl- Clara takes Danny into the TARDIS invisible, you know? Yes. And then Danny, like, uh, uh, you know, it's cool because he, he's like, oh, I recognize the, do- the doctor knew I was here the whole time. Mm-hmm. He's being clever. Don't you understand? And I'm like, great. We're throwing it out on the table. Let's finally have this conversation. And they don't, they just yell at each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And... Like, not only do they yell at each other, but I'm like, where are you getting this from, mm-hmm. right. Mr. Pink? You know? Like, th- this is totally not an argument that should be happening. Y'all should be having more reasoned conversation than this mm-hmm. well before like, well before you've got to the point uh, of just yelling at each other. It reminded me of um, in the Sherwood episode when Robin Hood and the Doctor are just yelling at each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you're like, oh, I totally get it. But for like two minutes... Right. And then once it's going on for 10, you're like, no, really, mm-hmm. I get it. Yeah, it's actually, I feel like what we're really saying is, Moffat, we get it. You're clever. <laughs> like, <laughs> you can say things cleverly. Now move on. <laughs> well, okay, so let's talk about the soldier versus officer thing. I mean, like, to me, I love I love the idea of it. Mm-hmm. Okay, I love the fact that the doctor's getting called out for being kind of like, that aristocratic, you know, you can hear it even through the accent. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, lo- I love that concept, but I don't feel like they really explored it. They just yelled at each other for a little bit. Yeah. No yeah. one really had like a conversation. Yeah. And I even liked that um, Danny pretty much forced him to show his hand, you know, like he, he didn't deny that he is basically a commander. He commands his troops mm-hmm. and that they do whatever he wants them to do. Um, but he, but then he never he never accepts that in front of Claire. I mean, he never addresses it himself. You know, he never right. talks about it. In fact, part of my um, what I was able to articulate about my frustration with this episode is that I have a whole list of questions and a whole list of places that we could have gone. And one of the ones I found most interesting is finally dealing with this question of the doctor, obviously, to all of us who know him and watch him, is very soldier-like. And yet he has a distaste for soldiers that he's been hinting at but not fully acknowledging, not um, articulating. Right. So let's go there. Let's talk about it. Let's say, why don't you like that? Let's let's make him face it and then say, um, I don't like it because it's part of my character. Let, you know, let's have him talk about it. Yeah. But then Danny leaves and all he has to say is, uh, I don't think that went so badly, Claire, you know, Clara. I'm like, where? <laughs> so we're going to skip all this, the meaningful stuff to keep coming back to some kind of weird love triangle that I don't even think is a thing. Yeah. Oh, right. Hmm. So I, I, it was interesting to me to see that it, it almost peeled out of Love Triangle. 
and into like you know they established him as like the father figure like yeah. the doctor is the father figure <laughs> yeah but like a really disapproving father figure i'm like okay i realize one of the one of the best things about doctor who is it can establish itself in basically any genre and it makes sense mm-hmm. and i was like but i could have i could have dealt with no like romantic comedy kind of mm-hmm. i don't know love triangle thing mm-hmm. I, I just i i don't i don't want clara who was becoming an interesting companion to be reduced to a teenage girl scared to talk to her dad about her boyfriend mm-hmm. yeah if i wanted to do that i would watch like parenthood <laughs> or right. something right or the cute girl that everyone's fighting over yeah i mean that seems like the only two directions well not the only two directions she can go in but the two that they keep pulling her into yeah they seem but, really just confused as to where they're going to send her and again mm-hmm. i just want them to pick a spot and send her yeah. there <laughs> Yeah. Well, and so this is something that um, when I was reading reviews of the episode, and it's really interesting to see that I found people on both sides of the spectrum mm-hmm. with this episode. For the most part, the reviews of most of the episodes of this season have been really positive. Mm-hmm. They've been, you know, like, hey, it's going in a great direction. We love the new Doctor. Claire is finally getting, you know, some, it seems like some purpose, some cojones. She has, a you know, reason. And I feel like the last episode or two, it's just fallen off. Like, the more she's with Danny the more it seems like she does not have a purpose. Hmm. Um, and even one person made, made the uh, comparison that most of the compar- uh, the companions that we like the most, whether it's Donna or Rose um, or Amy, like almost all of them have a very distinct story arc mm-hmm. and they have a very distinct reason for being with the doctor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not just because the doctor needs a companion, or, you know, the script is more interesting if there's a companion. But, you know, like, Rose needs to kind of be rescued from this day-to-day life. Mm-hmm. You know, Amy's running from something. Donna's life is jacked up, and, you know, she needs kind of like this wake-up call, this thing to re-establish uh, her life. Mm-hmm. And and so Clara, or Clara now, that she's done being the impossible girl, why is she traveling with the doctor at all? Precisely. So, uh, from and, and this this uh, this bothers me a little bit because I think when we were reviewing some of the first episodes, we're like, "Oh man, she has to be there. Cl- uh, Clara needs to be there mm-hmm. because the Doctor needs his conscience." Right. But now, like, I just I'm like, "Look, just go marry Danny Pink, move along. <laughs> Let's find someone who needs to be with the Doctor as much as the Doctor needs you." Which would be sad, actually. I think just because I love Danny Pink so much, and I want him to be on the TARDIS, I want him to go places. Yeah. But um, but to me, again, that's a place where where they could have gone. They could have said, um, actually, in some scenes, it almost looks like she's grappling with that question herself. Why mm-hmm. does she travel with him? I mean, well, Danny she, asks. Well, he her, asked her. Yeah. And she doesn't really have a very good answer. It's like she doesn't even really know herself. Mm-hmm. But but in the end, she doesn't she doesn't really let herself go there. And the script doesn't really go there. Instead, she ends up saying, like, trying to throw a Band-Aid on it. How can I fix this? You know? It's not really about, like, being introspective or trying to figure out the bigger question. But it's about, like, the temporal, the moment. Yeah. What he can show her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and even then, it becomes a... Like her reasons are all 
they're not why. Like, she can't say why, really. Yeah. They're more like, why not? Which yeah. is a very mm. passive... Uh, right. Like, th- there, are, there should be so many definitive answers mm-hmm. to why you travel with the doctor. Yeah. Um, that, you know, like, this indifference of, like, well, why not? Mm-hmm. Like, that should never... Uh, I know, and maybe maybe the the point is maybe maybe there's a reason that I'm dissatisfied with those answers, and it's to show that like she is you know she doesn't really have a good reason to travel with the doctor except to prevent herself from being fully with uh, Danny. Mm-hmm. Um, though I think it sounds like all of us really want them all to get their stuff together yeah. and just be like, yes. you know, like it. What would I be accurate in saying that we would all be fine if there was something that forced. Clara and Danny to become like the the duo thing and they like they need to travel with the doctor because of some reason. Yes, I would love that. I would accept that I would be a little bit worried that it would end up being the same the same reason why Rory and Amy had to travel together. Mm. I mean, can we do something different? Can it be interesting? Yeah. Hmm. I mean, can not not that the you know Rory and Amy were interesting, but can it be? I mean, can it be different? Can we go somewhere new with it, or do we have to rehash old stuff? Well, I think it would be a little bit different. I mean, you know, Rory was always wondering if Amy was really in love with the Doctor, like romantically, mm-hmm. and I, I think Danny's past the are you is Clara Clara romantically interested in the Doctor. I think he's more like, what does he give you in like in life fulfillment that I don't? Right. Hmm. Um, so, the so another thing that I was curious about is it just me or does the doctor um, for someone who started out the season saying that he was going to go right some of his wrongs, like does he really seem to just hate writing like hate being the savior right now? <laughs> he's so uncomfortable with his own self. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah. Like, he's such a reluctant, you know, like, oh gosh, you know, he, he made that sign that said, uh, go away humans or whatever. <laughs> yeah. You know, mm-hmm. like, and he's constantly putting humans down, calling them small brain or putting, putting head, putting heads, yeah. and, you know, like just, uh, and like Mandy, you were saying like, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. Mm-hmm. Even, even to the point of nausea, like there's no reason for him to be yelling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shut up. Like I would like, and I think it's. We've had such good catchphrases from all the other doctors. I don't want to have to get a T-shirt that says "Shut, <laughs> Shut up. up," Peter. Yeah. You know, Peter no Capaldi. Right. You know? Yeah. That, that's not the T-shirt I want. Like, yeah. I want him to. I feel like there's there's something there for him to grab, mm-hmm. but like he doesn't. I felt there was a certain amount of joy that um, even Chris, Christopher Eccleston's incarnation of the Doctor took in being the Savior. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, you know, like, it was tough, and even if he was, a, like, curmudgeon mm-hmm. like, he still had some fun yeah. um, being the savior. And, you know, and then obviously David Tennant and Matt Smith really enjoyed being, like, whimsical and fun, and even in the face of danger, kind of laughing. Yeah. Um, but enjoying their role as the person, as the savior. Uh, not only of humanity, but of various planets and species, but... Uh, you know, 12 just does not seem to enjoy it at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, like, he, he seems angry that he has to do it. Hmm. Yeah, there's... Yeah, so why even do it? Yeah, there's definitely a bitterness there. And I'm hoping that that's part of what we're going to... They're finally going to have that conversation, and he's finally going to delve into the resentment and the fear 
that he has from being the general, from his past experiences as the war doctor, like coming to terms with it. I'm hoping that that's all part of it mm-hmm. and that we're going to see some resolution and he gets to where he can be somewhat okay with it and then get back to saving the world, you know, because he loves people mm-hmm. like he used to. Now he just seems right. to hate mm-hmm. everybody and... I don't want to do this, but I'm going to do it anyways. And, you know, yeah. grit his teeth through it, which is sad. Yeah. Well, especially since we've seen him enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I feel like, you know, when we try to take a step back from some of these themes that we see, it's, I can relate to, to, to the doctor on some level because I've seen so many people who started out with such excitement for something mm-hmm. and either their job or life just wears them down. Yeah, absolutely. Because it's yeah, because it's not easy. Um, but you know, there, there's a there's a certain like understanding that what you're doing has a greater purpose, and it feels like I don't know. It feels like the doctor's kind of lost that focus. Mm-hmm. You know, like he only does it because he's been going through the motions for so long. That he doesn't know how to do it, do anything else. Mm-hmm. But he, you know, he just, like I said, he's been beat up by life. Yeah. Right. And th- I'm thinking too about how, how integral a part the companion plays into like keeping him motivated or keep reminding him why he does what he does. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm even thinking about one of my favorite episodes, uh, The Family Blood with David Tennant is when he gets to become a human and he gets to see some of the beauty of having an ordinary life where, mm-hmm. no, you know, everything's not on him all the time. And at the end, when he has to decide whether to stay a human or become a time Lord and save the village, he um, says, really, why would you want me to have that? Why would you want me to do that? <laughs> why would you want me to kill this, this person who has a future for something that's terrible and has this huge burden? And, um, I can't even remember his name, but uh, this the care one character said, well, because he's you know he's terrible, but he's also wonderful, you mm. know. So he needs people. One of the reasons why he needs companions is to remind him why he does what he does. That he has a responsibility in some sense because of the power that he has. Um, and you know that power he's he's t- it hasn't necessarily been given to him he's taken it on he's the one who stole the TARDIS he's the one you know he's the <laughs> right. one that became the last of the Time Lords so he does have a, some responsibility to keep going but um, but you know I think we are having some I, I think that Clara could do that mm-hmm. but um, but everything kind of feels like it's a little bit at a stalemate right now. Yeah. Well, I feel like Clara was or Clara was asked to do that mm-hmm. like by Matt Smith in the first episode of season eight. Mm-hmm. You know, like, that's me. Stay with him. He needs you. you. Yeah, you know, like, and I thought I saw that for like an episode or two. Mm-hmm. But then now she's, you know, she's become distracted. Um, well, even in this episode, it looks like she's traveling with him because, oh, it's interesting. It's fun. New things. Not Nothing about him. It's about yeah. where are we going today? Yeah, see, I... I there's this scene in this episode that I was, um, I was pretty disappointed that it played out the way it did, um, because it implied that something had already been thoroughly explained, and it's once they show Danny like the TARDIS, 
And I don't even get into the fact that he didn't even walk all the way around the TARDIS. Like, who sees the TARDIS and doesn't walk all the way around the TARDIS? <laughs> I, I know, know. There's a disturbing lack of, like, amazement and yeah. just, you know. on the inside. Right. <laughs> yes. Yeah. He's like, yeah. Uh, anyway. So, I don't want to get sidetracked on that right now. Um, they, they show him, um, like, what the TARDIS is and kind of brief, briefly say, like, you know, kind of who the Doctor is. But then when she walks off with Danny, you know, he kind of, the Doctor stops her. And it's kind of like, you have one more thing to do, you know, and that's explain him to me. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, 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 Like, they, they didn't explain who the doctor was at all. No. Mm-mm. You know, I was like, okay, a, a box, like, that's that's what, how you describe, I would have been, if I was the doctor, I would have been, I would have been pissed. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, that doesn't even come close to explaining uh, that relationship mm-hmm. or who the doctor is. It's like, oh, we just go places. That, mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. If they just went places, this would be a travel show and not like an action sci-fi <laughs> adventure show. Yeah. Um, so I, I just, I wanted I wanted him to be like, you know, you, you know, like, you showed him who I am, but you have to tell him who I am or something. You know, mm-hmm. like, use yeah. some line like that. Where like, uh, it's like when you tell your friend about Doctor Who and you're so excited and you're like, eh, it's a dude and he travels in a <laughs> phone box and... If that's all you said, they'd be like, well, that sounds dumb. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So much bigger than that. Um, so, I don't know. It was it was perturbing. I think whenever, um, whenever you have to explain something to someone who has no concept of it, that's an incredible opportunity to boil things down to its very basic level. You know, to look at the heart of something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so there's a great opportunity anytime that happens to to boil the doctor down to what you know what's at the heart there and obviously it's something good because people think he's amazing they want to go places with him they want to you know commit their lives to traveling with him so there's something good at the center um despite its rough edges but i feel like if you look at this episode through the eyes of danny like if you are danny And you're asking the questions he's asking, like, who is this man? Why do you travel with him? Where do you go? Is it safe? Um, I don't think any of his questions were adequately answered, Mm -mm. even like to to the point of uh, of satisfying his um, not just curiosity, but like, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, it's not even it doesn't even make sense what he has seen. He should be going to a crazy house. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's just seen this, like, small box that has a whole spaceship in it. And he's been on the spaceship. He's seen an alien, like, blown into nothing. Yeah. Why is he not more disturbed? And he's able to sit on the couch with his girlfriend and have a calm Mm -hmm. conversation. And I don't even feel like he really even believes anything. Yeah. That even though he says this just this one time, the truth, please. I still don't think he believes really anything that she's saying to him you're and you're Mm -hmm. right he should be flipping out he should have a million Mm -hmm. questions coming out of his mind and the fact that he's so calm and yeah i don't know yeah i I felt like as soon as like she she started explaining who the doctor was this was an if there ever was a time this is the perfect time for her to go into some monologue like we've seen before you know and be like 
He's like fire and ice and rage. He's like the night and the storm and the heart of the sun. You know, like she should be saying crap like yeah, that. Yeah. And and then, because then they can even go two ways with it. He can either sit there with his jaw open and be like, oh my gosh, who is this guy? Or he can be like, seriously? Yeah, I'm not buying you know, it. And just, and totally not get it. Mm-hmm. And that could be really, really hilarious. But after we've seen like an impassioned speech, basically just like that before, that really hit home. Mm-hmm. Um, so it'd be funny if Danny was kind of like, okay you know because he doesn't get it (laughs) but you know but it's it's like laura said you know it's a chance to boil it down um and and say you know describe something in its most perfect way and they were just like oh by the way you know tell me who he is or show show me who he is at some point and i know that comes back later in the episode in the part that i didn't really well he doesn't even ask her to show him who the doctor is Mm -hmm. he's so focused on her and i'm not saying that i mean i think that that, that's an element too and i think that's a question she doesn't answer um is is he saying basically what do you think of me you're treating me like a child you're treating me like an idiot and she doesn't even address that Yeah. yeah so there is that whole level but i think how can your mind even go to like this is my girlfriend and we have a messed up relationship. Like, how can you even think about that when you have this overarching thing going on? Like, Hey, the universe, the world, it's not what I thought it was. (laughs) There's something else out there. There's something bigger. So, okay. Because we have to get to likes and dislikes because we're getting to that time. (laughs) We get, we get simple kind of yes, no answers. Um, do we think that this Danny Dr. Clara storyline can be salvaged in a way that will ultimately make us happy? Yes. Or are we up for disappointment? Mandy, what was that? Yes, I I we do got, think that it will be salvaged. I have a vote for yes. yes. I'll say that I think it can be salvaged. It can be. But will Moffat salvage? <laughs> will it be? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, what about you? I almost don't think it can right now. Mm-hmm. I think they're stuck on, they're stuck on making a con- uh, like an example or like a concept out of something so bad. Mm-hmm. They've actually forgotten to deal with the characters mm-hmm. uh, in a way that makes I think that makes practical sense. Mm-hmm. Um, the characters are are becoming more metaphor than they are character, right. and I think some people see that as characterization, um, and I don't deny that that's that technically possible. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's not what I personally want. I see what you're saying. He, the characters are being used to say something rather than something is being said by the characters. If that, if that makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Perfect. So, okay. So trying to wrap up because we are getting close to that time. We, um, always start with dislikes so we can end with likes. So Mandy, uh, give me something about this episode that we haven't already mentioned. <laughs> Is there that, anything you dislike about this episode? Have I mentioned that I don't like that he says "shut up" so much? Oh. Yeah, that's going to be my thing. It's yeah. grating. It is very grating. I um, think it was funny. Yeah, the for first couple maybe the of times. first episode. Yeah. yeah. And it, Clara says it too. I've been noticing. I don't know if he got it from her or if she got it from him. I think mm. she got it from him. Yeah. So Laura. Uh, Gosh, okay, there are a lot of things, but I'm going to say that I have no idea why Courtney What's-Her-Face was in this. What the heck was she about? Right. Courtney Woods. Just like, why was she there? Okay, 
Okay, so I want to address this really quickly. <laughs> okay. Because I don't think this is the best answer, but I think it, for the, for the reason we just talked about, uh, characters being used as metaphors as opposed to characters. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we mentioned earlier in the show, or, you know, I was talking about it doesn't seem like the Doctor even likes humans anymore. Mm-hmm. He spends every second he can putting humans down, putting Clara down, you know, being a curmudgeon, being very unhappy with humanity. Mm-hmm. Or just not understanding them. Or, well, I think, yeah, or blatantly choosing not to understand them mm, right. anymore. And I think Courtney gives us an example of an, a misfit that he connects with mm. is still kind of a jerk to, but because they've been classified as something that he basically has classified, he is showing us that all hope isn't lost. Like, there is part of him that still actually cares to connect with humanity, mm. even if they're going to make a spillage in his TARDIS. <laughs> um, no, I'm not saying it's a great way to do that. No, I... But... And, and I'm... Okay, I, I get that. And I even... There's a moment when he says something, stupid humans, whatever, she's looking into the TARDIS, and then she says, cool. And there's, like, a look on his face, which... Which I agree shows you, like, okay, this baby is why he continues traveling with humans, is because they can they can experience the wonder and the excitement that he experiences. He oh. shares that with them. Yeah. But it's an example, the Courtney Woods thing is an example to me of a whole other layer added on something that did not need to be there that co- continued to convolute because that wasn't what the episode was about. Mm-hmm. Or was it? I mean, I don't even know. I don't know <laughs> what which of the threads the episode was about. Listen here, Stephen Moffat. Laura's confused. <laughs> I am, and I hate it when I'm confused at the end of an episode because I haven't enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, so I just I just could totally have done without I that understand. whole layer. Even after explanation, I still could have done without her being in the episode. I could have done without your explanation of my dislike. Well, I'm just saying. <laughs> Laura's dislike. <laughs> Laura's dislike. Mikey. Her husband. <laughs> okay, so dislikes really quick. Um... One of the things that stuck out to me the most was Clara um, already jumping to, I, I, because I love him. Yeah. I'm like, what? I mean, like, they've hinted at this is going to happen down the road. But, like, as an audience, we have only seen a snippet of that. Mm-hmm. And we saw, it's not like Amy and Rory where their relationship happened and we were told that it had been going on for a long time. Right. So we understand where that love came from. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're like, oh, we just met. The audience totally just saw it like three episodes ago. Mm-hmm. So what? Yeah. yeah. I mean, even because I'm even under the impression that lots of time is being passed because she's going on adventures with the doctor, you know, stuff like that. But still, I'm like, that that was a terrible way to have that conversation. Mm-hmm. Right. Um I mean, and because because she says that, it makes almost everything else that she does, you know, it just kind of snowballs downhill. When she's trying to convince Danny way after the fact that, like, they were actually doing a play, after she basically said, <laughs> oh like... Oh, my gosh. I'm yeah. like, this isn't even funny. Um, even if she did this right away, I wouldn't have been that funny, because Danny's not an idiot. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then, on top of that, like, they really have a conversation about, did we save the world? And then, like, oh, now it's a play. Uh, I just, this, oh, so not funny. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I just, anyway, uh, that was m- most of my dislike. So, positive notes. What do we like about this episode? Mm-hmm. As Laura grits her teeth. <laughs> Mandy, what did you like about this episode? 
Uh-huh. What's making you looking forward to coming back next time? Oh, mm. I really appreciated the quick comment about River Song. The thing about he lived with <laughs> otters for a year because he and River had a, had an argument. Yeah. I, I'm hoping that there may be more information on that line because I love it. That That's about <laughs> all I have from that episode. So we're scraping the bottom of the bar- barrel to start, Laura. <laughs> I honestly... I just like Danny. I think that he asked some really, really good questions in this episode. Yeah. He had some great lines. Like, um, I, I mean, I think when he said that, um, you know, I've served under men like you, like the doctor, and they make you do things you can't, you could never have imagined you can do. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you did things and you weren't even scared, but you should have been. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, you know, that's totally true. There's so many times where they're on the brink of death and, um, you know, yeah. and again, another opportunity for her to say, I know this looks bad, but like, you don't understand him. You don't understand the doctor. There's a reason. He's fired. Nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then we just return to this, this speech. Um, oh. so I, I think he asked some great questions. Um, I think he is pretty insightful. Um, I just, I can understand why Clara likes him. He's real. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wish that they had done more with, um, with his questions instead yeah. of just ignored him. So to round us out, I realized that in this episode there were, it was probably 50, 50, like almost everything I thought was trying to be really funny. If it wasn't, if people weren't yelling at each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I really, I don't often feel so polarized by the humor because like I said, with like Clara trying to convince Danny, like that was supposed to be funny. Mm -hmm. And I read reviews, people were like, it was so hilarious. I'm like, no, it wasn't funny at all. So half the jokes in this episode didn't do anything for Mm -hmm. me. Mm -hmm. But the other half, like I was like, that's pretty clever. Mm -hmm. Um, I I mean, I love the obvious, like, um, poor man's Matt Smith. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, I love that. Um, uh, I loved uh, when the doctor said, "Never lose your temper in the middle of a door sign," because <laughs> uh, not you know not even registering that he put "go away humans" or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really, really loved uh, his 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 blatant disregard right now for humanity. That it looked like he was just joking around with Clara when he walked in as the doctor undercover or as the caretaker. But he really did, I think, was convinced that humanity is so dumb <laughs> they did not know. To the point where he can walk in. You me then. And he's like, uh, yeah, so most people just call me the doctor. <laughs> you know, it's like, he's just not even trying. Um, but, you know, he's convinced that, that he even that is good enough to be uh, deep undercover. That interaction. Mm-hmm. Um, except for when Clara was doing big eyes most of the time. So... <laughs> uh, but some of that humor was great. So, I, you know, the preview for the next one looks very entertaining. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm still, you know, still enjoying the season overall. Yeah. And I think we all are. And we're all looking forward to Saturday as usual. Yes. Except for Laura. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I just, I have enjoyed it so much. And it's been, like, accentuated by the fact that um, that I really, I really have had a hard time with like season six and seven. Um, and so I w- I've just been so excited to actually like look forward to Doctor Who every every week, you know, mm-hmm. and be excited about the possibilities and where it's going. 
And so the cynical part of me is feeling like, oh, no, we're, like, moving in this direction. It's like when you're bowling, you know, and you, like, throw the ball, like, the ball down the lane and it starts leaning to the side. And you're like, no, (laughs) come back. (laughs) Um, I'm just hoping that it can correct course. Um, I don't want to be cynical. I want to be excited. I've really enjoyed this season. I just, this one felt like, um, I don't know. Hopefully this one was just kind of like a... Like a loose screw. <laughs> <laughs> well, even with that, um, in only a couple more days until we get to see a new one. Yes. Yes. So, <laughs> so as always, uh, we're very excited to have had a guest, even though we have to wrap up now. So, uh, Mandy, if you would, let people know how they can get in contact with you and talk Hoovian things. Sure. Uh, and it has been my pleasure to be here. Uh, you can find me on Facebook, Mandy Rosenberry, uh, or Twitter, Mandy Rosenberry. Whoa, <laughs> very easy. Very easy. And I, I, anytime anyone wants to talk who, I am all for it. <laughs> yeah, so if there's anything that we did miss, uh, you know, comment on the on the page, you know. Uh, I will... We we always check it after the show. You know, we can't ca- we can't catch everything every episode, so... But if you want to connect with the show, like I said, go to www.realworldtheology.com slash whoology. You can download each show. You can download the show on iTunes. Like I said, leave us a review. Leave us a comment. Let us know what you think. Uh, like I said, the whole reason we have a podcast is because we love talking about Doctor Who mm-hmm. that much. Mm-hmm. If you so, liked this episode, tell us why. I mean, we're not wanting to hate it. <laughs> yeah. Right. Exactly. You know, the, the whole concept of doing this is like we don't have the answers to tell you like what the right answer is. Mm-hmm. We're just um, going through it, enjoying it as fans, and looking at some of those themes and how they're not only reflecting our lives, but the lives of others and the, the, you know, the greater arcs of the show. Mm-hmm. So we're always going to miss something. So we, we know that we're not the end-all, be-all. So please interact with us. Um, and I guess until next time... <laughs> maybe I'm going to say something. Maybe. We want to... Do you have any advice for people? Uh, I mean, I would, I would remind people mm-hmm. uh, to always take a banana to a party. Bye-bye. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.